Hey there, are you struggling with a dry time in your Christian life? Are you feeling parched, desperate for water that Jesus promises, the living water, the torrents, the giant streams of living water that the Bible talks about? Are you feeling like you can't get out of your own way to have your life feel fulfilling again? Well, the Bible provides us with a, a outline story from Second Kings that can provide a good example for us as to how to deal with those times. Every one of us is going to deal with a time where we feel in our body, in our emotions, that life is not as it should be. We could be exactly where Jesus wants us to be. We could be in a good situation, but emotion is fighting against us. Or we could be off the rails, off his perfect path for us, where we've wandered into a literal desert. Could be water, literal water everywhere, but we're in the middle of a desert spiritually, where we, we haven't read our Bible, we don't fellowship, we don't feel the love of people. So it could be the deception of our emotions. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. Who can know it? Or it could be a real situation where we've gotten off the, the beaten path and we are reaping the results of our actions. This is the answer, and it's a great example for us in 2 Kings chapter 3. In 2 Kings, there's the two kings of Israel at that point. Uh, Israel has been divided. There's a northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And the northern king is a bad king. He's an evil king. And he wants to go out and fight one of the neighbors of Israel. The southern king is generally good. He's a follower of God. But in this case, he gets pulled off the beaten path where he should be going. I guess beaten path isn't a good word. He gets pulled off of the narrow path and his faithfulness to God gets challenged by his faithfulness to people. So the northern king, who's an Israelite, asks the southern king to go and fight the neighbor of Israel. So the, the southern king, who should have known better, says, Sure, I'll go with you. Never stops to ask God, never prays, never consults the prophets, never asks for godly counsel, Rather, he just jumps in out of love for his brother, his fellow Israelite. This is, we can jump into these situations in life where obligation, worldly connection, pulls us away from God. In order to get to the battlefield to fight the foreign army that they're going after, they take this path that leads them from Israel through a desert. And they wind up in the middle of a desert with their army, the northern and southern kingdom army, completely exposed with no food and no water. They are at risk of dying. They are in big, big trouble. And it's days in when suddenly someone says, hey, is there a man of God nearby? A prophet? Someone who could speak to us from God? <laughs> if you think about this, how often do we get into the same situation where we start off with good intentions or intentions that we think are good and we don't ask God, 
We don't consult him. We think, this is good in our mind. Let's go and do it. And then we get in, we get in, we get in. Suddenly the going gets really, really rough. Things look bad and we're like, hey, this would be a good time to ask God. Now that we're in big trouble, we need his help. Best thing, obviously, is to ask in the beginning. But God is faithful. God is merciful. God doesn't abandon us because we don't ask him. We don't seek him. He is our master who loves us. It's a wonderful combination. So they bring in the prophet Elisha. Elisha, S-H-A, as, as opposed to Elijah. And they ask him. And Elisha eventually tells them, all right, you're in the middle of a, a desert. You need water. You're desperate. Here's what you do. Dig ditches in the desert. Tell your armies, the men who were about to die from thirst, to expend lots of effort in the middle of the desert to dig ditches for water. Challenging, right? There's no water. It's not like they're digging wells. There's no rain clouds. It's a desert. And these guys are already suffering greatly from lack of water. But Elisha is told by God to tell them, dig ditches. Applied to us, doesn't mean we should go out in the backyard and start digging a ditch in the backyard without drinking. Rather, it just means God asks us to be faithful while we wait for the deliverance. Our ditches are not going to be literal ditches. They're going to be reading the Bible, reading devotions, praying, seeking God, and expecting Him to answer and fill us up in response. The armies have demonstrated their lack of faith and lack of trust and disobedience to God over the days. God just says, okay, while you wait for deliverance, dig your ditch, do your work, seek me and trust that it's going to be answered. So what does that look like for you and for me? If you're in the ditch, the desert, if you feel like you're in the desert and it's just feeling, you're on the right, right path, keep on working, keep on praying and expecting an answer, keep on being faithful, read your Bible, read devotions, have fellowship, seek out other Christians to fill up your ditches, love and be loved. Even share your, your feelings of emptiness with someone. Allow them to love you. One of the secrets of the Christian church is it takes both sides of bearing with, with each other and loving each other and helping each other for the church to work effectively. We all think we, we should be the people who are loving and helping and bearing others' burdens and bringing people out of despair. But you might be the person who needs to be brought out of despair and have their burden borne. You might be the person whose sin needs to be forgiven. But you are just as necessary as the other person. 
You need both sides. So if that's you, do the work. Turn to God. Trust in Him and wait in expectancy, knowing that He is faithful. If you are literally in a desert, literally, figuratively in a desert, where you have lost your way and you have gone days, months, years walking in your own direction, walking to make war allied with evil people that have led you astray or grabbing on to sinful things that have pulled you away from God. Even more so, stop where you are. Stop going forward. Stop trusting in that alliance or that sinful thing. And do the hard things in Christ right now. Repent. Go through the Bible. Do a word study on whatever you're struggling with. Read His Word. Read the Gospels to get to know Jesus better. Repent to people. Get to a church. Watch sermons. This is the ditch digging that needs to go on. And then again, wait in expectancy, in faith, knowing that God doesn't promise us prosperity. He doesn't promise us physical stuff, but he does promise to not leave us. He does promise to be faithful to us and to love us and give us an abundant life. So what happens with Israelites? They are faithful. The kings kind of have an argument and the one says, why not? The prophet says it. <laughs> We're in big trouble anyway. Why not just try it and see what happens? So they go and dig ditches, which are initially empty. They're done digging and they're like, ah, what's going to happen? But then the wind blows. God moves. And water flows through that thirsty land. And the ditches are filled. If you're faithful, if you do the work, if you trust in our Savior, seek His Holy Spirit and the filling of that Spirit. He will send water to your dry and dusty land. He will fill your ditches. Don't give up. Don't turn away. Seek his face, and he will bless you. God bless you.